Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 442 Podcast. I'm Azair Mathani, and as always, I am joined by the wonderful Tommy Sondi. That's me. And the brilliant Tony O. Gentlemen, oh, I didn't even let you come in and say hello, Tony. I'm so sorry. Please, (laughs) go ahead. Here we go. Okay, well, you did call me brilliant, so... Yeah, you can. I did call you brilliant. Yeah, I'll allow it. But, um, yeah, Zer, how are you doing? How was your... I was just going to say, in my defense, um, I did spend a day and a half traveling. I'm coming to you from wonderful, sunny, 30-degree Karachi. And I am nice. extremely jet-lagged and extremely sleep-deprived. So, um, Same as anything I say... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not usually jet-lagged. Sleep-deprived, yes. Not jet-lagged. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, basically anything that I say or do during this recording cannot be held against me. Yeah, we did get to see a wonderful collection of uh, football jerseys from your childhood. All, you know, all legit. Yep. All legit. <laughs> but <laughs> all, all, all definitely, definitely legitimate jerseys. All uh, definitely not disintegrating in my hands. Um, look, who else do you know that owns an, uh, I believe, Austin Delgado Besiktas jersey? And a Diego Juventus one. Yeah, wow. I did not expect to see a, a Diego Juve jersey. That's definitely a throwback. I am I am the one person that owns a Diego Juve jersey. Yeah, when you mentioned it, I was like, oh yeah, Diego did play for Juve. So just remember him in the in the Bundesliga. I think those were his best years. But uh, yeah, awesome, awesome. And thirty degrees, eh? boy. Looking outside right now in the snow and ice, I would welcome that weather in a heartbeat. Is it snowing in Kingston? Fuck, is it snowing uh, in Ottawa? Which, not, it did, but uh, it doesn't look that that uh, inviting outside. That's for sure. Yeah. Look, I'm just saying. Um, Toronto was kind enough to hold back on all the snow until about half an hour after my flight took off, and um, you know what? I appreciate the city doing something nice for me. <laughs> yeah, it looked rough. It looked. We had a bit of snow on Friday, but Toronto had a they had a downpour. So we'll be getting that soon, I'm sure. But um, I'm excited for this week's oh. podcast, um, Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say, um, you know, traveling across time zones, you gotta adjust your watches. But the one watch mm. that does not need to be changed is the Sancho watch. Tommy, can you please tell me what Jaden Sancho did this week? (laughs) You know, I I called that he was going to score was it last week, so it's just a week off. But hey, how fitting is it that uh, it happens against my team? Yeah, first Um, Premier League goal for Jaden Sancho. Oh, little little wiggle of the hips as well to sit Mendy down. Yes, please. That's a boy playing with some confidence now. Yeah, after a really nice finish in midweek. After I think he played well um, in the Champions League against Villarreal, deserved his goal. But uh, I mean, look, he scored, so I can't really. I've been on him to get end product. Yeah. I yep. think he had been, a great game. all your talk has been goals and assists. Yeah, well, yeah, still waiting for the assist. But Sancho watched two goals. Hey, if he keep if he keeps scoring, he doesn't need to he doesn't need to assist anything. I mean, both would be nice. Don't you think? I mean, both would be lovely. Yeah. Both would be lovely. But why are you why are you being greedy, Tony? Okay. Why are you being greedy? 
Yeah. See, settle I, down. You see, relax. I thought you were going to mention you. You what, what a great pass it was from Jorginho to send Sancho in. You, you know, you mentioned that. Remember when uh, <laughs> I talked about Arsenal's lack of threat when they played Liverpool? That their players could just control the ball. No stress, no worries. And like when they were the last men, Jorginho must have been pissing himself when he had... Was it Rashford besides Sancho? Yep. Like, yeah, yep. Yeah. Both of them were just charging him down. I don't know how he thinks he should be controlling that ball, but anyway, great finish. Yeah, just pass I, it back. I was enjoying Tommy losing his shit <laughs> in the group chat, like throughout. Yeah, it's been a, you know what? It's been a while since I've had a game like that where it was um, there was just things that irritated me throughout a match. Things have been just kind of going Must so be smoothly. fucking nice. <laughs> Must be nice for you to be able to watch games this season and just not be irritated. Check your privilege. Yeah, Tommy. it was. Um, Check I mean, your footballing privilege. The overall, I mean, it was one-one final score, but it just I felt like this should have been a comfortable win. Um, we had, I think, fifteen corners to one in the match, and I think we had around seventy percent possession. Um, maybe if Timo Werner could put one of his six shots on target, if he could uh, things shoot, could have been a bit different. Know. Yeah, if he could, uh, um, be, it would be a real shame if you brought him to be a uh, forward. I keep, he, he, yeah. I was just gonna say he struggles against. Like I think we we've all kind of pinpoint this when the game is more who, open who, and teams are attacking. Who, you know what? Can you blame him? Who wouldn't struggle against the Titans? That are Victor Lindelof and Eric Bailly. Well, I wonder. I wonder if it was just the t- when the team sheets got announced and it was we saw Phil Jones on the bench. I wonder if that just struck some fear into the Chelsea forwards. Potentially, a Phil Jones appearance uh, happening. <laughs> it didn't happen, but uh, nice to see him on the bench, though. I mean, that, that's good. I'll say that Jorginho, that Jorginho touch for the United goal was an excellent tribute. <laughs> uh, to one Philip Jones, he made up for it though with a nice penalty. He Tom, did. Tommy's what do you guys, very, what very do you guys well think taken penalty? penalty. penalty I, I think it was soft. I have to be honest. I, it, I, it, it's it's naive from Wambisaka who had a, he had a bad game. He's had, he's in a bit of I, a rut. I thought I thought it was an unlucky penalty to give away because he's very clearly trying to get the ball. Uh, trying to clear the ball and Thiago just like nips in ahead of him but I also agreed that I thought it was fairly soft yeah, it's, but it's I'm naive not mad I'm not mad about the game ending in a draw by any means because Chelsea did dominate on terms of like chances and the um, in t- general play overall though you know somehow you, know, you actually should have had a second I, one when Mendy ooh, just passed the ball Fred. to Fred if there's but Fred, any man on the Fred, field you want to pass Fred is moment. a yeah. Gentleman, he's a gentleman, and he just passed the ball back. Who was he, try- was he trying it's, to chip you know, Mendy? Was that he it? was like, he I was like, Mendy, 100% certain. Did you, did you lose he this? was just trying to pass the ball back. He's a he's a helpful pastor, Fred. Would never, <laughs> he has a look. Man. I don't he's know, a good man, he's I, an honest man. I don't know if it was Ronaldo beside him, I can't remember. He's like, it's almost like um, Thiago Silva was like. You know what? I'm gonna mark Ronaldo and see what Fred can do. <laughs> he just he doesn't close him down. Fred's like, oh my god, he's not closing me down. I have to take this on, and he just he bottles it. Hey, um, well, when, I, when in doubt, just let Fred just, do Fred things. Yeah, let Fred shoot. I know you are. I know we're saying that Chelsea were unlucky to to draw this game. Well, at least Tommy's saying that. I didn't think they created enough 
I think less I'm less concerned about Timo Werner's finishing in this game and just his shocking movement. He was not in the six yard box at all. At all. And um, there were a lot of good situations where if he wasn't caught on his heels, he could have had a tap in. Would he have scored the tap in? I don't know. But he would have had a tap in at least. Um, Chelsea looked a bit more dangerous when they bought Lukaku on. Uh, even confused Tommy right at the end. <laughs> oh, hey, no, no, no. We were more, we yeah, were more Tommy, dangerous. Hey, we were more dangerous. No, explain no, what no, I know. No, 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 Tommy. Please, uh, please explain uh, the play, how you managed to confuse uh, Romelu Lukaku and Antonio Rudiger, right. two players who do not look similar. Yeah. First off, we were more dangerous when we put in Mount and Pulisic, which uh-huh. should have happened a lot sooner. I, it, it was the... Notice Zia... how we just skated past that. Yeah, we'll come, we'll, we'll come, it hey, we'll come, we'll come back to it. But like, listen. I know, you know you don't have a lot of faith in your forwards finishing, but when someone skies it like that, it's not Lukaku. <laughs> well, he's he's known for he's known for uh, messing up uh, his volleys as well. But um, for me, oh, like, we great. all know this. Vern, like, listen, yeah. Werner, he doesn't do well in in games where teams just sit back. Because he can't really exploit the space very well, and you're, Tony, you're saying like he doesn't get in that box. He drops deep to kind of come to the ball and trying to run at defenders, which is what he likes to do. In this game, we needed Lukaku. He just he just wasn't fit, but we need a player that's going to stay in that box and get in those crosses. We missed Chilwell. I think Alonso. He didn't have a bad game, but you could tell there's so many instances where you know he had a good sort of. Um, start at one Bissaka, he just had no pace to get by him and his corners were atrocious i don't know why he was taking corners and when he had ziak on the pitch to do him um i'm genuinely just waiting for you to get back to lukaku i really got at this point yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah um he's, like, got, he's going through the entire game first he's gonna run he's yeah, just gonna, I gotta, he's I running go through, out the i gotta clock. go through my points i go through my points here like uh, for me Tuchel, this is the first game not I, can what I, like, said. I can be like with Tuchel and say I don't think he really played his his uh, tactics or his, not maybe ta- not tactics, but he could have subbed a lot sooner. He took way too long to make those changes. Whereas clearly that front three was not working, and it's like okay, you you got to make some changes. Um, but I think I wouldn't say we were unlucky. I think Tony said we were unlucky to win. I don't think we were unlucky. We, you don't deserve it. If you can't finish, you don't deserve it. Um, we definitely created enough. We definitely had enough chances, but. Um, we should be winning this game. Like, how can you be drawing against this United? This is, a, for me, it's a loss. Because regardless of how um, maybe some United players play better, still, they, they weren't great. De Gea made some big saves to bail them out. And then going back to the uh, the last play of the game, there I was kind of doing a uh, I was kind of doing I'm, a. Um, I'm just I'm just saying it's not a bad result when you consider you were playing Romelu Lukaku at centre back the entire game. <laughs> it was uh, I was doing a. Um, play by play for his there for the last game there or the last play um and uh i was t- watching it as i was typing in and i was like it came close to get the got the cross in i was trying to keep his air tense by giving these like one <laughs> one play uh um texts and then it got, to the, me, back, it got to the back post Just the sound of your voice instantly makes and me tense up you well, don't have to do much more it was it was just it takes me back to that moment where i was like we should have scored should have won the game in that last play there by Rudiger. He just take the touch, put the touch down and score. He has so much space. Bissaka just left him. It's like just take a touch and then score it, and decides to hit it first time. Ah, uh, whatever. One one. But what can you do? 
Yeah, Rudiger actually had a really nice shot that hit the post earlier on in the Ooh, game. Oh, that was a beauty. Yeah. yeah. That was a beauty. Um, this is Chelsea, Chelsea haven't had this problem where they're chasing a game. I can't remember them coming from behind, actually, to to win a game in the league. I'm sure they have, and I can't remember, but they we usually... We're just not behind that often. Yeah, exactly. It, this is a new problem for them. They found a solution. I think they were lucky to get it. But, um, yeah, I maybe want to watch to see if they can, if them coming from behind is a bit of a problem. But, hey, listen, a point at, against United is, it's disappointing. It's hardly, it's hardly fatal. You know, they're still top of the table. Um, I think more interestingly, really, was, uh, well, two talking points. One, Sancho being preferred to Ronaldo in this game. Uh, big call by Carrick. And um, also potentially how much of an influence was the appointment of Ralph Ragnick um, on the well on the lineup and the tactics in this game. Um, I don't know. So it was interesting to see United line up with a four-three-three essentially, or a four. It was more of a diamond, I guess. Yeah, four diamond too. Actual four-three-three, yeah. which is I think the first time they've. Um, rolled that out this season and uh like like i think you guys said either i can't remember it was before the podcast or like earlier on because my brain is scrambled right now um you had it was essentially a game of containment for the entire first half yeah where um you always had either one of uh, mctominay or matic depending on which side the ball was on they would drop in and make it a uh back five allowing our wing-backs to push out and engage with uh, Chelsea's wing-backs. Um, and, yeah, Chelsea did create more than United, but I think that was the expectation going in. But I think that did help kind of limit things. And it was good to see, at least um, from our point of view, them try something. Uh, I know Carrick, after the game, um, said that no, Ranić wasn't involved in like the selection of tactics for this one yet. He's just going to be involved, I believe, starting from the next game, which is, I believe, United Arsenal. Um, yep, another four-four-two uh, oh, derby. God, this is not what I need in my life right now. <laughs> um, supposed to be on holiday. Supposed to be relaxing. Um, yeah. But yeah, the dropping of Ronaldo, it was so, it was something that I had um, mentioned before the last time uh, we uh, when we were talking about the Liverpool game. I talked about wanting Cavani to start ahead of Ronaldo just because of the um, defensive work rate he'd put in against a team that was better than us that Ronaldo just can't or won't do at the age of thirty six. But I think that was the entire reasoning because. You're just going to get a lot more um, ground being covered defensively by Sancho. And I think it was the right decision. I don't know, man. I don't I, think you'd bench Ronaldo. Uh, yeah, ever. me too. I just I don't think Rashford or Sancho did anything in this game that Ronaldo couldn't do. There was no defensive input from either of those players. I'm sorry. Did you did you not see Sancho's little shimmy? Those hips. Oh, oh we, saw, we saw it. Yeah. Um, when uh, when Shakira was talking about the hips that part. do not lie, mm-hmm. 
He was talking about those hips. There are a lot of slander on this podcast. Should be coming from Tommy or myself. <laughs> but <laughs> Zara is constantly binning this guy. Anyway, um <sighs> Look, great great player, great goal scorer, but he is thirty six. There are limits to his game now. Yeah, he can't shake his hips. Is that it? <laughs> can't shake his hips like that anymore. Okay. Well, before he used to be able to. I, I now, just, you know, the thirty six year old hips. I just know that if you have someone who scored a hundred career goals and is still scoring goals, excuse me, I want him on the pitch. Excuse me, a hundred career goals? No, I said 800. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, and if you, like you, you fit that guy in your team. Yeah. And is Chelsea a big game where you kind of want to score? Uh, I'm. Yeah, I am. I am certain that Ranić will fit Ronaldo in because he's a smart coach, and smart coaches will be able to fit in their best available players. Yeah, I, um, I think so. I'm, I'm, it's going to be interesting to see how he goes about it, because from like for whatever we've seen from Ronaldo at United so far, the big issue is that work rate out of possession. Um, Ranić is the kind of coach who is uh, smart enough to account for that, and frankly, I'm baffled that United have uh, made this appointment because it seems forward thinking. Yeah. and intelligent yeah and those are two um phrases you don't normally associate with uh those in charge at manchester united but the idea to have rania come in on a six-month um deal as manager and then transition to a two-year deal as a consultant around the football side of things is good yeah it's the best and i, I don't know how to deal with this i this is I don't understand. Yeah, we... I mean, we'll probably talk more about Rangnick after his first game. Um, we're kind of... Uh, I guess we have other games to talk about, so I don't want to stress yeah. too much about this. We, but We're already almost 20 minutes ahead. Yeah, but I think... Uh, I think Ronaldo will be fine in, Ronaldo, in uh, Rangnick's system. I don't think him pressing will be a problem. You don't need to run all over the place to press. You just need to close passing lanes. And, um, yeah, the rest of the team will be able to do a lot of the running for Ronaldo. He just needs to provide the structure by cutting off the right lanes. So, yeah, that and, it's one to watch, but I'm sure it'll be fine, to be honest. And, and as, of, um, as of about 10 minutes ago, it's official that United have actually announced it on their um, on yeah, the website. I just yeah. got the notification. Yep. Yeah. So no uh, United fans can breathe a sigh of relief. You know, it's the, it's didn't break down somehow. <laughs> they, they didn't somehow slap a five-year contract on Carrick. Yeah. Yesterday <laughs> and today. Yeah. All right. Shall we move on? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, let's move, move to the next on. game. Arsenal 2-0 Newcastle. Um, before we get into anything else, how did Aubameyang miss that chance? He's I. He is one of the worst performing forwards in the league right now. I, he's he saves his best sprints for applying pressure. We're talking about aging strikers not being able to press. That's all Aubameyang does now. He is the Gabonese Danny Welbeck at this point. He just cannot. He can't finish. He's there's no quality on the ball, and there's a thing with this Arsenal team where the youngsters are the ones bailing the team out. The older players, the more experienced players, they seem to be deferring to the youngsters a lot. 
And um, beside Bukayo Saka, I mean, he just decided that he we were going to win this game. That's how it felt in the second half. He grabbed the game by the scuff of the neck. And uh, he almost scored after a really nice piece of play to beat two players two minutes before. But that goal was a brilliant finish after a great passing move. Mm. And um, hopefully he's not his injury wasn't too bad he had to come off for martinelli who came on and it was a great finish for his goal but um great movement as well i'm really excited about the possibility of him getting more minutes because he's a player i really really love watching but um yeah i cannot wait for this Aubameyang chapter to be over i'm just tired of it it's just Every week he's a disappointment, and he's our. Well, I mean, captain. he's finding he's finding he's getting to like um, Timo Werner levels of creativity when it comes to missing chances. It's such so casual as well the way he hit it. It's like maybe he's trying to be calm. And this theme started in preseason. You know, I just every week just copy and paste what I said last week about Bamiyang. He's just yeah. Do you do you want me to just? Edit in whatever it was yeah, the I'm, last time. I'm tired of talking. <laughs> save about save us all. Save us all the time. Yeah, I'm tired of talking about the guy. I've got to be honest. It's just yeah, we know we need to move on, and yeah, he'll hopefully how be much, a backup striker. How much longer is left on this contract? He'll have one year point. left at the end of the season. Lacazette's contract I will mean, be up. Maybe uh, maybe your opponents, Newcastle, could sign him up because frankly, they look terrible. Uh. <sighs> they look like either he wouldn't help them. Yeah, but, I was gonna you know, say I'm if there if there's a if there is a dysfunctional team looking to splash cash, um Obama would be a great signing for them. Yeah, they Newcastle are very easy to shut down because it's shut down Saint Maxima and that's pretty much it. And Tommy Asso had a great game. Really just Yeah, just yeah, he made double up on double up on ASM. Yeah. That cuts off the supply line to Wilson and that's everything. Their defense. Like you just man for man, every team in the league can probably beat that defense. It's amazing how uh we we were talking about Norwich earlier and Newcastle <laughs> they are well on their way. But yeah, they're well on their way to breaking that record. I don't think they will. I think they're a much better team than that Derby County team was, but it's going to have to be some turnaround if they're going to stay in this league. Six points from 13 games. Incredible. But You know, uh, Norwich played Newcastle midweek. Yeah, big game. That is huge. Yeah, yeah. really big game. But, um, yeah, I, I'm happy with... Arsenal's response to this. I did mention that this was a must-win game after the Liverpool slapping we got last week. And uh, that United-Arsenal um, game is going to be really interesting. It's going to be really stressful for us, Aaron and I. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, uh, Just... Uh, can we have another international break? <laughs> Arsenal can't... If we, it will be really damaging to lose that game. Because uh, I still think United are favourites for that fourth spot. We need to try and hold them off for as much for as long as possible. So, I'm reserving judgment until we have a few games under Renyuk to see how things are progressing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, I mean, while we're all being uh, pessimists about our own teams, um, 
Man City were uh, busy uh, beating West Ham 2-1, making another difficult game look fairly straightforward. Just a good team, City. Honestly, they... Yeah. yeah, no matter what, no matter the conditions, and the conditions were really difficult to play in. Oh my god, we were talking about Toronto getting a lot of snow. Yeah. How about the uh, the northwest of England? Good. I mean, we saw the uh, Spurs-Burnley game just get just straight up get called off because there was too much snow. Yeah. And Sean, frankly, Sean they, are out there. they are cowards. Sean Dyke was out there in a t-shirt. Sean Dyke would have done that. Sean, come to Canada, Sean. We'll sort you right out. We'll give you a bunch of snow games. Just not the national team, please. <laughs> you could go to Toronto FC. <laughs> just to take the national yeah, team job. I, I, take, I take him at TFC. Yeah. Okay. You can have him. But, um... Yeah, city, city were without uh, without KDB, Jack Grealish, uh, and they still seem like they're the best team in the league. Yeah, some of their best players. They're very consistent in the way they approach the game, right? No matter the team, no matter the opponent, no matter the conditions, they just go out there and they play with the same principles. And more often than not, the formula works. I mean, really nice goal, uh, Gundogan's goal, uh, to tap it in. It felt like one of those goals that would probably have been defended better if they weren't playing in, I don't know, in uh, five feet of snow. But uh, really nice cross from Mares, well finished by Gundogan. And Fernandinho's goal was really well timed because not too long after, Lanzini produces an absolute thunderbolt for the consolation goal for West Ham. So... Yeah, yeah, last kick of the game too. They yeah. blew, they blew the whistle after yeah. they scored that. But that was, uh, it was definitely goal of the week for sure. West Ham have been one of the better teams this season. They sit in fourth, so this was by no means an easy game, but they made light work light work of it. So yeah, I thought West Ham defended fairly well. Um, Fabianski had a game. Um, there was one that they had a one chance. They remember they cleared off the line. I think it was what Ben Johnson, I yeah. believe. Um, so this like this could have been like a four nil city romp. So I think you got to give West Ham maybe a little bit of credit in terms of how they defended. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I look at the table. There are four teams in the league that have a positive goal differential. Yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea, City, Liverpool are just in a league of their own. And then you have West Ham plus eight. After that, there is no team with a positive goal differential. Um, that's kind of wild, to be fair. Yeah, it's been um, weird. It's been a weird season that way. Yeah, Arsenal sit on minus two. Wolves are on zero. Spurs are on minus six. Yeah. Yeah. Wild season. Um, definitely. Yeah, the, the, the top three, Chelsea, City, Liverpool, are just in the league of their own right now. Yeah. It's going to be a... Well, it's already a really... Yeah. Really great title race. Um, you can't really afford any more slip-ups if you're... Well, Chelsea, if you're Liverpool, yeah. really. But, uh, well, hey, speaking about Liverpool, they were rampant. Was, I'm just checking to yeah, see that first, Sarah first, hasn't fallen asleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like vaguely here, like physically, I am here. Mentally, I. Uh, I was just checking the chat to think, see you're still know. on the call. <laughs> it's just, um, <laughs> it's, I'm fine, boys. I'm fine, boys. Okay. Just, just carry on. Liverpool four, Southampton nil. Uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't watch this game, but um, the fact that Liverpool scored two minutes in meant I was 
never likely to switch over from the other game I was watching at the time. Which was? Um, Leeds? This was on Saturday, right? Yeah, I was watching the Leeds game. Yeah. No, was I? I was watching a game. Oh, I was watching Villa. That's what it was. Okay. Um, yeah, it felt like this Liverpool game, Adam Armstrong had a couple of chances very early on, and he didn't finish... And then Liverpool just went up the other end and scored. Like, Liverpool, they just go all out attack. And when you get chances against them, you better take them. Because you know that Liverpool will take theirs. I mean, Jota, he's just, yeah, what a signing he's been. Um, this, is, this is what Southampton deserve for giving them just all selling all of their players <laughs> to Liverpool. Yeah. I mean, did you see Van Dijk's Somehow. celebration when he scored? He just, he just yeah. didn't celebrate. No, he so oh, he, he wanted to celebrate. Like when he scored, he was so excited that he wanted to take off that he stops himself. That all the players rush towards him, and then he just can't help but actually take it all in, and then he does celebrate. But it's just hilarious because it's like, yeah, you could really see him trying to hold himself back. Um, yeah, it was a great volley, shocking defending. I don't know how you have a free hit. But, oh, uh, he he was corner. he was being marked by uh, Romeo, and he just pretty much just brushed him aside. Like, yeah. just get out of here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, Jota grabbed a couple of goals in here. Um, Thiago had uh, another goal. Thiago, at this point yeah, in another goal. And he's starting to find his feet in this team, which will only make them better. So, but um, I mean, I think the issue with Thiago has never been his quality when he's been on the pitch for them. It's just the injury record at this point. Yeah, I've often wondered about whether he fits in with the way Liverpool play. But again, uh, against I mean, every, like every time I've watched him actually play, he's been excellent. It's just, you know. Yeah, I think he's been better this season. I think he I think he struggled a bit last season. But um, it also doesn't help, like you say, that it's always stop-start with him. He's finally getting a run uh, now, now that Genie is gone and they had a couple of injuries. But, uh, yeah, Liverpool and Pires as ever, I think they're by far the highest goal scorers in the league. Yeah, 39 goals. 39 goals. Liverpool yeah. are, like, they're, f- I think I wrote, I wrote down, like, they're fast, furious, and rampant. They are just an attack. They're just, like, Hang on, hang on, Tommy, lethal. Tommy. Know, You're trying was... to tell me you actually wrote something I know, down. I'm so yeah, I wrote, wrote down a note. So, That's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that is bullshit. You've never, whenever we take do a picture our, like, now, take a picture now and set it I'll on our group chat. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Now, I'll send it to you. Look at the times now. But, uh, yeah. you even, you know, I know, Ma- I know. Right now, in no, the WhatsApp group. We're not giving you time to write it on. No, we're recording right now. Come on. You know what? You're right. I got it right here for you. Yeah, send it over. Listen, I know Mane didn't score this game. He's stalling. I thought. I thought he played. He's 100%. He's looking for a pen right now. How do we not have a notification? Nothing. Uh, I don't believe you. Hold on, hold on. Even if you Uh, said it, I don't believe this anymore. (laughs) I don't believe this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't write this fast, right? I can't write this fast. (laughs) You just need to write three three words. words. (laughs) It's like uh, okay. Oh, now now we get the photo. A solid five minutes. Uh, That was one minute Uh, after. I don't believe it for a second. I don't believe it for a second. I'm not even anyhow, sure I can... anyhow, good. Liverpool, they are a great attacking team, but like Tony pointed out with Southampton, 
they do allow they do allow there are some holes in their defense they aren't as completely def, like a defensive rock as they were a couple of years ago um sorry and ladies shows... and gentlemen just a brief pause i told me what have you said this i i have no idea where is what did you say fast fears and rampant yeah look under the liverpool southampton um uh notes Fast, furious, and rampant. Okay. You maybe you can't read. All maybe right. you can't read my my, yeah, my writing. Yeah, yeah. Isn't the I best. Let's be honest. Here. I see it. Nah. Yeah, yeah. We'll there you go. We'll, sub- there we'll you submit go. it. I, I'm still not. I'm still yeah. not buying that he wrote this um, before <laughs> the actual recording started. Like this is 100 percent why it took him so long to send this pictures because he wrote out like a few different things. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anyway, I can guarantee you, I can't man was write that scrabbling, fast. scrabbling for some paper and pen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Were we talking about a game? Yeah, I'm sad. No, I'm, you should probably move to another one. Yeah, let's just move on. I think this is broken down. For, right from, from from a fast, furious, rampant Liverpool to a former Liverpool captain, Steven Gerrard is two for two. Villa picking up a two-one win um, away to Palace, I believe. I mean, Palace just couldn't put it together in the final third in this game yeah they they had chances i mean benteke was guilty of a few misses zaha could have i'm sorry i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you there because i have to come back to this why fast furious and rampant when you're doing these three sets of things you've gone with the fast the furious you're going the with the alliteration kind of thing why not use another f word there why rampant like I talk oh, you through. Oh, why rampant? Why talk you through? Uh, probably because uh, I couldn't think of another F word to put in there. That's disappointing. Honestly, <laughs> I I expect so much, so much more from you. Like you have so much potential when it comes to these things. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Don't worry. I'll I'll up my game when it comes to my note taking for. Thank uh, you. Thank yeah, you. That's all I. That's week. all. That's all I want from you. That's all I want from you. And then I'll send a picture beforehand too, so that you. Yeah. Have, there you, you go. That's you. that's what I really want. Um. Yes. <laughs> we were. T- what game was it? Uh, Palace one, Villa two. Someone was saying something before I cut them off. No, I was that just that saying. had chances. Yeah, uh, should have scored earlier on as well after a really nice play to create space for a left-footed shot, but. Villa, they took the chances. They were clinical. And um, seems to be a theme of Steven Gerrard's first two games where they contain and they hit you on the brick. They're very... He's making them more defensively solid. Um, I don't know if that worked out in this game or if... I don't think their approach today was... Or not today, but for this game is sustainable. You don't want to give away the quality of chances that they did. But um, it's two wins from two. And as Tommy said, Stevie G is one of the most exciting young managers around. So Hey, you, you can tell he had a different team and he's still tinkering, trying to find yeah. what his best team is. So he doesn't know. And the thing is, he now has he has two results. And that's all you can really ask for. They what did they, Didn't they lose five in a row before he came in? I think it was they like did. five or six, yeah. yeah. And now they have two wins and they conceded one in this two games. So... That's not bad. I yeah. think that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm hesitant. I need to see more to know if this is the Stevie G effect or if this is a new manager bounce like uh, that we see sometimes because Villa have quality players. But uh, it is a results business, and he's getting the results right now. So you can't argue with the 
You can't argue with that. Boys, there is there is a Stevie XG joke in there somewhere, and I just can't find it. I've never been more disappointed in myself. <laughs> yeah, they don't win games on XG, so Stevie, I don't know. Define XG. You know what, loser? If you're gonna bring it up, you need to at least have some content. <laughs> <laughs> look, I look. I'm just, I'm just here. I'm just here to create the chances. Sometimes I need you boys to finish them off. Okay. Um, and unfortunately, there doesn't seem to be any reliable finishers on the podcast today. Well, there isn't any reliable finishers. Moving on to uh, on team. yeah, more unreliable finishers. Brighton nil, Leeds nil. Um, I mean, it's the same old story for Brighton. Yeah, it's the exact. I've I've watched this game like so many times with them. They hit the post two, three times, force the keeper into some good saves, make all the chances. Neil Mope gives Aubameyang a run for his money. I mean, if you want and a team that always they wins don't score. XG, here you go, Brighton. Yeah, they um... get Stevie G in charge of Brighton <laughs> so I can make that joke. Yeah, they. It's the story of their season, really. Well, not the story of their season. The story of their existence in the Premier League. Play brilliantly, produce so much, promise so much, and deliver very little in the final third. They are steadily dropping down the table and look we didn't expect brighton to be in the european places and they're now down in ninth but i was surprised um i think tommy you pointed this out earlier when we were going through the running order um the brighton... right, well, let me let me check tommy's notes let me check tommy's notes it's in it's in the notes i think is it yeah. is it there is it there I can't be bothered to look for it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he did write it down. Fair play to him. Fair play to him. Yeah. Look at that. The fans at booing, the, the, fans booing uh, the team after at the final whistle. I mean, they are... I don't think they've won in seven games or so. Maybe six. It's... Yeah, it's not great. Um, it's a bad run, but I think it's still a little bit of a bad look on the fans to be booing Potter at this Absolutely. stage. De- hop, for Absolutely. sure. Yeah. They they are overperforming, let's be honest. I mean the last time they won in the league was Brentford away. That was in September. September? Yeah. Jeez. So and that was I mean, the eleventh of September. De- so they haven't won in two and a half months. So it is yeah. a terrible run. I mean put into that kind of context it does make a little more sense yeah but um i think they'll be fine to be frank i was yeah it's looking at the table to see if there was a chance that they could get dragged into a you know relegation battle because their aim really every for the next three or four seasons will be to avoid relegation like we can't just think because they had a great start that they're safe you know like ultimately you want to avoid relegation for a few years and establish yourself as a Premier League team. And they're well on their way to do, to doing that, you know? So, yeah. Fans always find something to complain about. Listen, you want to win games. When That's you what this entire podcast is predicated on. Yeah, and you want to win games. So you have, like, you can forgive the fans for being frustrated. But I think Potter's doing a good job. And I think they should be fine. But uh, he needs to pick um, up some results. Another... Quick. Another manager under scrutiny right now is Rafa Benitez, and his Everton team lost again, this time 1-0 to Brentford. Yeah, dead man walking, Rafa, I think. It, does, it just doesn't 
yeah. look like it's going to turn around. Like, I mean, I get Calvert Lewin is a massive miss for this team, but you know, yeah, you expect more out of them at this point. But you know, it's uh, it's Everton, and they've kind of just been sleepwalking along this season. Do we remember who conceded the penalty? I can't remember now. Um. Anyway. I'm going to play my traveling card and say I didn't watch this game. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this this game, uh, I wouldn't say Brentford played that great either. It was a, it was a woeful game on both ends. Yeah. Um, the thing is, though, you don't need to play that great to beat Benitez's Everton no, you right don't, now. No, no. Uh, it's a team that just looks uh, short of ideas. I just so yeah, that's gonna be fun. I mean, they've got to play Liverpool midweek, um, and God, I think Liverpool that are going to rip them to shreds. That may be it for. I, I would not be shocked after that game if we just see the end of Benitez, um, because yeah, I think you look at like for example, we look at Brighton, who happened. You said we haven't won in what six, seven games, but we firmly believe like that's that's a good team, and they're they're going to really turn around. You look at Everton; they haven't won in whatever six, seven games. I don't know. That's not a good team, though. You know, like, can they turn it around? They have some good players. They are 14th. But, like, they are, like, not good. Um, yeah, Jesus. They haven't won since, well, 25th of September. But they, for the amount of money that they spent in the last three or four seasons, they shouldn't be that far down the table. It's hard to believe that they had Ancelotti as a coach what, a season ago. <laughs> yeah, but like, they were underwhelming last season. No, they were t- doing they were well too. there. They yeah. were, no, he wasn't. He just, I think he just came for the paycheck. Let's be honest. Um, but they have. I think if if it wasn't for United and how kind of poorly run and how much they spent and all that, you look at Everton. They they might be worse in terms of how they've been run and this how is, they've this spent. Is, this is what United do. It's like it's the same thing that Fred showed Mendy. We are a giving team. We. We provide the relief so others do not have the spotlight shown <laughs> on them. You know, it's um, you're welcome. Rest of the Premier League is what I'm trying to say. And now, now that now that you all got Solskjaer fired and you wouldn't just let him win the league or something, now now this is this is uh, this is what you get. Now all of your flaws are highlighted. Yeah, it was always an appointment that never made sense, and I just yeah, he's. Any game now, he could he could be the next one to be dismissed. So, yeah, Everton are they're a club that had a lot of potential and they've just not they've just wasted it to be frank. But um, hey, remember I, when there was one month like a season or two ago where James Rodriguez was on absolute fire for them? That was last season, wasn't it? He had like I was last season. He scored in his first. He's, he had a great first four games and then. He did what Hamas always does, and he just yeah. went to sleep. But He's like, oh, he probably just didn't like where he was living. He's like, oh, this is what this is what li- like, like, I, think, I think. I saw a stat. I think that, uh, uh, those those four games were the last time I felt positive about an Everton team. Yeah, I saw um, I saw a stat at Alex Iwobi won goal of the month, and the only reason he won it is because he is the only one. He scored, yeah, his goal against Wolves <laughs> was the only goal in the entire game, in the entire month, sorry. Man, a, a win a win by default is still a win. <laughs> and they lost that, that is, game. 
So it's just yeah. Oh, that is that is sad. That's yeah. Wow. Anyway. I mean, I guess technically there is one more game uh, left that we haven't covered yet, and that's Norwich nil, Wolves nil. Uh, Another point for Norwich. Did, They're slowly did I refusing to go away. Did I fall asleep when we covered Leicester Did we cover Leicester Watford? I don't can't remember if we did or not. Oh my god, how did we miss that game? Forget <laughs> Norwich and Wolves. That was nil-nil. <laughs> uh, well done, Norwich. <laughs> Leicester 4, Watford 2. The only game this week with goals, and we've somehow managed to forget it until... 45 minutes into recording um yeah boys more snow more football fantastic jamie vardy back on the score sheet um he had a a great uh i can't remember his first goal actually but he had a great game he and james madison linked up a lot in this game james madison's first goal tommy has a theory on why ekong let that run through you want to I can I can only I'm just gonna help him bail him out a little bit. I can from the replay. I think Madison gives him a shout because he's he's running from behind. He has no idea. The, he, the guy has no idea that Madison's there. So it falls on him already. But I think Madison says either leave or whatever. You can kind of tell. But he says something, and he leaves the ball, and then Madison there scoops it up and picks it up. Great finish. I mean, he is the kind of little shit to do that. I so. I think that uh, Trustekong is just getting into World Cup form for Nigeria. Hey, hey, stop that now! <laughs> <laughs> stop that now! Um, yeah, I think he he might be captain, so that's not a good look. But um, you've got to check your shoulder, man. I I coach U tens. If one of my defenders did that, he'd come and sit beside me. So Premier League footballers shouldn't be making that mistake. But uh, yeah, as the game went on, the conditions just got even more ridiculous in this game. Uh, by the time Dennis was uh, slotting past um, Pickford, I mean, you could barely see anything. Pickford. Oh, fuck. Why was Dennis slotting past Pickford? <sighs> Not Pickford. We could have done with some Dennis slotting past Pickford. Would have made that. Uh, Would have made that Brentford Everton game a lot more fun <laughs> if Emmanuel Dennis had randomly Who shown is up. What was? It's Ben Foster, isn't it? Uh, he was um, injured for this game, was so he? it was uh, Bachman. Oh, okay. That. Yeah, but um, ignore, ignore, ignore me. But the, the snow yeah. was that heavy. I, we I'm could, the we one that's supposed to be he, he looked, right now, Tony. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I was going to say something probably doesn't make any sense, so I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> through, through a blizzard, all goalies look the same. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, he had gloves on. I thought it was Bigfoot. Anyway. <laughs> um... Yeah, no, it's a win Leicester needed, to be frank. I mean, Watford, they, I, this is why I was like, I don't know how they beat Man United last week. They're not a good team. We know exactly how they beat Man United last week. Yeah, but um, good win for Leicester. They need to build on this now if they want to if they wanna have a real push to get back in the Champions League because, like we said, it's a really, it's a real dogfight this year. But they have the quality. They have some really good players. Yeah, it was... I thought it was good to see um, Madison step up and take the reins creatively with the absence of Tielemans. Yeah. It's, it's something they've been missing the last few games. Yeah, they need him to start delivering more. Um, most of their creative burden had been on Tielemans, but if Madison can find some form, that's a huge bonus for them. He's a player with real quality and uh, just needs to get some consistency now. 
Well, I think that just about uh, wraps up the Premier League chat. And one other thing that was announced um, this past week was some World Cup qualifier playoffs. Um, the World Cup 2022 in Qatar is under a year away. And uh, some teams have booked their flights. Uh, some teams are still trying to figure it all out. Gentlemen, do we want to take a little stroll through and uh, see where everyone stands? Yeah, where do we? Uh, where do you want to start? Uh, let's start with Europe. I mean, because uh, that was a draw that was made. Um, I mean, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of talk about Italy versus Portugal. Portugal still needs to get past Turkey, but one of Italy or Portugal won't be at the World Cup. That's, I think... That's that's yeah. insane to me. You've got the def- the current European champions versus the, well, I guess former European champions and a team with the likes of Ronaldo, Bruno Fernandes, Bernardo Silva, all these... Like, you look at the amount of talent in that Portugal team and it's baffling that they managed to finish um, second in their group to, behind to Serbia. almost anyone. Yeah. It was Serbia, right? Yeah, it was Serbia. Uh, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, and uh, they'll do... I don't think... I'd expect Italy to win that game. They're a better team. Having said that, they've been in a bit of a funk since they won the, um, the European Championships. So it's going to be... It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But um, for the rest of the qualifiers, I mean, we have the potential of a Scotland-Wales playoff if they both win, if Scotland can get past Ukraine and Wales can get past Austria. That would be really a really fun game to see. Uh, really high energy. Yeah, I, I would. I would. I'm absolutely rooting for... I, I, I think I'd love to see Scotland make it to a World Cup. But failing them, even seeing Wales make it to one would be great. Yeah. Um, we also have uh, Tommy Sondi's uh, beloved Poland playing against Russia. Uh, and in that same side, we have Sweden and Czech Republic. It feels like a very even set of qualifiers. It's uh, it's one where we... Uh, I mean, we shouldn't be. We should have been... Um, our last. Be well, I'm just saying, our last, our last game, we... Uh, I don't know what the coach is thinking because we needed to win to get seated for this this playoff oh, draw. Oh, I see. Okay. And he rests pretty much. I mean, he rests Lewandowski. He rests a couple of their starters. And I don't, did he not know that we need to win? I don't. Or just maybe he thought that we would beat. Uh, what was it Hungary to to make it? Maybe underestimated them, but it did not fly well with uh, with the Polish Federation. A lot of uh, a lot of people in Poland and. They were calling for him to get uh, to get the sack. Didn't it Even work? Though I think... this, is a, this is the same Hungary team that took uh, points off France and Germany at the Euros, yeah. and he decided yeah. to rest players. It's it was it was a bit baffling, uh, but when you look at it now, you think Tony saying did it work out? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you look at the teams: mm-hmm. Russia, Sweden, Czech. I mean, these teams are like I, Sweden's Sweden's good. Um, the Czechs are good. Russia's good. They're not like walkover teams, but they aren't Portugal and Italy. Um, mm-hmm. And for that, so you, you would think at least Poland has a shot to to make it. Russia's I mean, going to be a tough if, match. 
If you'd been seated, you would have instantly avoided Portugal or Italy in the first round anyway. Oh, that's, this was yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, unnecessary yeah, yeah. extra step. Yeah. Um, I, I, I honestly, is it better than to lose so I don't have the massive disappointment of losing all three games in, in the World Cup? Um, <laughs> See, <laughs> I'm, I'm torn on this because... Oh. On one hand, I hate watching Poland at the World Cup because every yeah. time I've seen them there, they have been beyond atrocious. Yeah, but, but I will say that- I do love watching Tommy watch Poland at the World Cup because yes, whenever it's... they are beyond atrocious, Tommy is beyond entertaining. And I will. I'm, I'm torn. I'm really torn. It's the only pain he ever feels. We need this. <laughs> I will say. I will say this. They have played a bit better in terms of their style of play. Um, with with the new coach Paulo. Oh, Sousa. then I don't want them to qualify. What's but the point, uh, but then? not but not to any extent where they're actually good to watch. Don't get me wrong; they they are still terrible to watch. Oh, as um, as lo- uh, that that's how you know that the world is still in balance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we have predictions though. Do we do like what do we say? Out of you look at the three uh, path A, path B, and path C. Like, what do you guys? Who are you guys pretending coming through? <sighs> Um, let's say we start with A. You have um, we're Wales and Scotland and um, Ukraine. I'm, go- I'm going with I'm go- I'll go with all three of my. I'll go Scotland, Sweden, and Italy. I'm going Austria, Poland, and Italy. I'm going to say Wales, Sweden, and Portugal. Such no love for North Macedonia. Yeah, they were they were pretty good, but um, yeah, yeah, they have a tough matchup. I, yeah. Um, moving on, which continent do we want to hit next? Should we go close to home? As close as possible. Now, when you say close to home, do you mean your home or my home? Because I'm currently somewhere very different. Uh, okay, let's talk about home base, shall we? So, North America. I mean, it's pretty cut and dry at the moment in North America. Yeah. The uh, the top three go through automatically, and that is, unless you forget, top of the table is Canada, mm-hmm. followed by, I believe, the U.S. and then Mexico, um, and with Panama in fourth place right now, who would go to a playoff against the Oceania qualifier. Yeah. Um, there's a pretty sizable gap at the moment between um, Panama and the uh, fifth place team, which is Costa Rica. There's a five point gap there right now. But there are six games and, left, though. So yeah, yeah, yeah. still plenty, plenty of, time. of time for all of that to change. Mm-hmm. I mean, Canada's big advantage now is that they've got both of their games against Mexico out the way. Yeah. So. If they get through, I believe their next qualifier is against the U.S. You would be if they get through that. Correct. Yeah. If they get through that um, with a win or a draw, they're in really good spot. Their next game is against Honduras, and then they play. Oh, is the, it Honduras then, and then the U.S.? Yeah. So in the same oh, okay. same period, yeah. I mean, four four points from from those six would be. Um, Pretty solid. Yeah, they've put themselves they've put themselves in a really strong position, Canada, which is what you'd expect. If they need to beat Honduras, they can't afford to slip up. 
slip up there. I think they might have drawn against them actually early on, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, they tied 1 1 in Toronto, well, in Canada. So they can't afford to slip up again. That was in Toronto. They're going to play in Honduras next, and they need to win that game. I don't, doesn't matter how, just a scrappy 1 0 win. They're a team with confidence now, they've grown in stature. But uh, mm-hmm. that also means teams are going to be really on their game when they're playing against them. So they can't act like this is done. It's not. They still have to make sure they they win the winnable games, the, the must wins. And uh, they mm-hmm. have quite a few fixtures left that they should be winning. So, yeah, they need to make sure that they're picking up those points. But um, I'm feeling confident. I think they should be fine. We should probably mention that if whatever team does finish fourth, it has been decided where they will be playing their playoff. And that is Don't with listen the, to me. Yeah, I, I literally say, said this already. Oh, you're going to mention this? You oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tommy, you know well, what? We're, let's we're, let's we're, let you hey, go. Let's go reiterate. On. Let's reiterate uh, the fourth place. Yeah, no, play. yeah. Change of words. Oceana. I will not be editing that out. It, it's in his notes, is there? So he. he oh, of course, it's yeah, in his notes. I had to, it. yeah, I had to yeah. put it in there. But uh, I just, that, for me, that's a little bit. I mean, that's a lot better than what it could have been. Um, yeah, I mean, for, for those interested in the teams that could come out of Oceania, it will, in all likelihood, be New Zealand. But the other eight teams. Um, that are um, in the mix, so to speak, over there are Solomon Islands, New Caledonia, Tahiti, Fiji, Vanuatu, Papua New Guinea, Tonga, or the unranked Cook Islands. So, hardly... Um, yeah, as Tommy said. Hardly a really, like... Yeah, it could have been worse. You know, I don't know how to. I I don't know how to describe this group of teams. <laughs> Let's just say it could have been worse, yeah. You don't... You'd rather face them than say South American teams or, well, I mean, the Asian teams. Yeah, might as well ch- might as well chat about South America next yeah. um, because that is a uh, bit of a bloodbath in qualifying. We have Brazil and Argentina who have already qualified. Ecuador with two games left are on the verge, and you have one more automatic qualifying spot for fourth place and a playoff spot for fifth place. And Colombia, Peru, Chile, Uruguay, and Bolivia all have a legitimate chance at those two spots. Yeah, so that's surprising. Two points separating fourth to eighth. It's surprising to see uh, Uruguay um, struggling and, you know, not winning. I guess they had a strong start, you're saying, Tony, and then they just kind of dropped off completely. Uh, what's, what's, What's going on with them? Um, they fired their I manager. I don't follow recently, South American football actually. that closely. I think they fired their manager recently. But, I can't remember his name. Oh, they did. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was Oscar Tabarez, yes, wasn't it? Yes, it was Oscar Tabarez. He's been there forever. Yeah, 15 or 16 years, he, something he, like that. Longest. Yeah, ever and they now. finally. Well, they've lost their last four games. So they went from a four win, four draw, two loss start to losing four games in a row and just dropping like a stone. Yeah. And, like, this is. There's a there's their stars are aging, yes, but there's still a lot of talent to this team. You'd expect them to finish in the top five. But they're currently seventh. Yeah, I mean, you did say it, their talent is aging. So 
I don't know, maybe... I mean, Chile are kind of having a similar issue where they had this golden generation. They capitalized on it and won a few, a couple of Copa Americas, but they're not being replaced, those players. And, um, yeah, they're both on 16 points in 6th and 7th. I I would like to point out that Colombia are currently 4th, having won only 3 of their games out of 14. This is the toughest, I think, the toughest continent to qualify from. I've seen Argentina and Brazil really struggle in these groups. They're flying this time. I would, around. I would, yeah. I would say it's it's tougher to qualify from Europe if you're not a top seed. I'm talking about it's the biggest. So, but for but the, in terms of in terms of like top to bottom parity, yeah, I will exactly. give you South America. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Brazil are kind of far and away the best. Well. Brazil and Argentina are by far and away the best teams now. They've kind of stolen a march on the rest of the teams, but I think that's more because there's been a bit of a dip with the likes of Chile and Uruguay. But I I hope they both make it, to be honest. I, I like players on both teams. Um, it'll be fun to see Suarez, you know, try to bite someone at another World Cup or, you know, I don't know. Div- Paw ball off the line. Yeah, that I was gonna say that, but I was like, I actually heard. He he does he does love himself. Uh, yeah. Some kind of nonsense at a World Cup, Luis yeah. Suarez. Yeah, he's he's not allowed in Africa right now <laughs> after what he did to Ghana. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, I think four teams qualify automatically, right? And then one goes to the playoff. Uh, that is correct. And their who's playoff their playoff? Will be with yeah. Asia. Yeah. Asia. So the way Asia has it set up is they have two groups going right now. Top two from each group goes through automatically and the third place in each group playing each other. And um, yeah, the top two in the respective groups are Iran, South Korea, Saudi Arabia and Japan. And the third place teams right now are the UAE and Australia. Now you might be wondering why Australia count as an Asian team instead of an Oceania team like New Zealand, and that's because FIFA do not care about geography. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I think the first group, it's safe to say Iran and South Korea, we expect them to qualify. They're on 16 and 14 points. Yeah, they're, they're running away with it at the moment. UAE are on 6, so... Yeah, we'd expect them to be fine. Both teams are unbeaten. Um, it's a bit tighter with the second group. Australia are in third with 11 points. Japan second with 12. And Saudi Arabia with 16. Hmm. Wow. That's... Uh, have they... Now, I believe I'm right in saying there are quite a few Brazilians playing for the Saudi national team. Is that true? Does anyone know? I'm not um, entirely sure. But I mean, I could very quickly Google that. Yeah, I think I. Saw I wonder that where. Um, I wonder where Qatar would fall if they weren't automatically qualified. I wonder if they would qualify. Um, I'll would, be honest. Would, this uh, this last Saudi Arabian team that was called up looks. Um, oh. oh no! This is for the 2021 FIFA Arab Cup, though. This is not for the. It might have been Qatar, actually. Now that Tommy mentions it, I can't I th- cause remember. Because I, yeah. yeah. I feel like they had, they have um, a few, a couple of Brazilians on their team. I think it's the Qatar national team. Now that you mention it, yeah, it's not Saudi. So, yeah, um, 
most likely it would be our apologies to Saudi Arabia for, <laughs> for doubting their quality. They had a bunch of Brazilians. <laughs> yeah, but um, I've lost my train of thought. No, where was I? Anyway, yeah, that's explained. And um, whoever most likely will be Australia or Japan against someone from Group A, and then the, whoever wins that game will go off against the fifth place team in the South American qualifiers. So it will yep. be interesting to see um, how that plays out. I believe that leaves us with Africa, which ha- currently has the 10 group winners from their second round to be drawn into um, five home and away legs. Mm-hmm. Um, those 10 teams are Algeria, Cameroon, uh, Congo, Egypt, Ghana, Mali, Morocco, Nigeria, Senegal, and Tunisia. Yeah, I mean, there's some big names, some big names there. Some of the usual suspects that you'd expect to see: your likes of Egypt, uh, Nigeria, Senegal, Algeria. Lots of lots of World Cup experience. No Ivory Coast. Oh. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, they, that is it. That is a big one. They had a tough group. I mean, considering they were up against Cameroon, so either way, a big team was going to miss out. But um, yeah, it's. I mean. It, it's gonna be interesting to see who's drawn against who in the in the um, African well the next stage of African qualifiers. But uh, hopefully one of the African teams can push on in the World Cup. We still haven't we still don't have a team that's made the semifinals of a World Cup. As I mentioned earlier, Suarez denied us that when he handled the ball against uh, I can't remember was it Gian who had the the header yeah yeah my, i think it was and then he missed the subsequent penalty yeah that yeah what a little wait so so africa we have the africa african cup of nations in um january february right yeah and then one of these qualif- one of the next round of qualifiers take place for africa is in, a, in march in the march national uh international break yeah wow so they have they've got a lot of like important football yeah play yeah they yeah, do wow the qualifiers oh, will be drawn. I'm currently seeing on Wikipedia that Ghana's participation is pending an investigation into possible match fixing of the uh, 14th November match against South Africa. So, okay, that's hmm. fine. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's if, that's if, huge because they finished both on 13 points. If they don't, but it would yeah. be both teams, right? Who would be kicked out either way? So, I have I have no idea. So yeah, most well, it might it might unless, unless uh, they're alleging that Ghana paid off the refs or something like that. Uh, yeah, I I'm gonna be well, honest. Let's I see ex- what happens I expect with that. Ghana to go, <laughs> to still go through. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm hoping to see a Nigeria versus Canada game in the 2022 World Cup. That would be fun for me. Um, Something uh, something tells me that we're not going to be seeing Pakistan at that World Cup. No? Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Last I checked, we had been kicked out of FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's that about? Which I, is, I which is about standard. Okay. Um, I think it was something... Uh, there was um, a hostile takeover of the Football Federation by uh, non-FIFA-appointed... Um, uh, people i guess it would be and um fifa didn't take kindly to that 
Okay. Well, you can lean on Canada I s- for some it's, participation. It's, it's pretty pretty standard stuff for Pakistani football, really. Yeah. Unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, like I said, you can lean on Canada for participation. Will hey, you- ima- oh. imagine a group that had uh, Nigeria, Canada, and Poland. With another, with another team in there, that would be that would be pretty crazy. I mean, it wouldn't happen. It's not going to happen. The but. fourth team in there is going to be something ridiculous, like Brazil. Oh, tears! Yeah, <laughs> tears. <laughs> Do you think Poland will be able to make it out of that group, Tommy? I it it would be it'd be fun on paper, but I think it'd be miserable yeah. to experience. It would. Um. Trust me, it would. Yeah, especially if Poland end up making it. Fuck, I'd be miserable. But uh. Yeah. Long way to. I guess there's still a long way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Still plenty of spots up for grabs. Yeah. Plenty of tears before the actual event. So. Oh, that, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think with that, that's uh, everything we had to cover for today. All that's left to do is uh, please give us a follow on Instagram and twitter at 442 and uh toss us a, a toss us a subscribe once i can figure out how to say all <laughs> my words subscribe oh boy i okay. look i'm so tired okay. i'm beyond exhausted ladies and gentlemen right subscribe subscribe to us yeah. on i'm gonna help you there out here yeah. Uh, thank you thanks Please for keep uh, going. joining us Tommy Sandy <laughs> <I'm just laughs> pleasure as always is there uh, and Tony and is there I hope I uh, once you end this call you're going straight to sleep yeah you sound, like, or something. Have, you sound like you I have it, to edit this and get it over to you <laughs> I don't get to sleep uh, thank you for joining me is there oh it feels weird to be on this side of the conversation <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, from myself uh, it's been a pleasure um gentlemen and thank you to all the listeners we'll talk to you again next week bye-bye i don't like it when tony finishes it instead of me please put leave that in there